Thanks for listening to the Gateway Live podcast, a collection of recent sermons, teaching, and inspirational content brought to you by Gateway Church of Upstate New York. Visit our website at gatewaylive.org for more information. Now, here's today's message. In Jesus' name, Lord, we all can be seated. Whew, good to take that out of the way. So, um, one thing that I want to, before I start, Ray, that uh, I wrote up here, be put on display for God, right? I feel like that's what I'm doing right here, right now, right? I was talking to my son already, and I said, I said, you know what? Like, I remember the first time that I, you know, not the first time, but the one that began to preach, I was like, why me? Right? Like, I don't, you know. As you can see, you're going to pick up as I read. Like, I'm going to read it. You guys got better with me. It's like, I'm going to misread things and stop. And, but you know what? I don't care because if you ask me to do it, I'm just going to throw the seed. It's going to come behind and plow it. Right? So he's asking me to put myself on display, to take, take me out of my comfort, comfort zone. Right? Or, or do what I can. I'm going to do whatever I can. And I, I'm sorry, but I don't care. Right? Because I'm doing it for him. Right? I'm obeying what he asked, what he put in my heart, and I think, and you, we have no idea when we do that, what happened, right? Because people look at you and think, like, oh, you're not, but you're not, oh, that, that I'm not, but wait until I release the word, because I'm just going to release and get out of the way, and then my expectation is going to hit you so hard that something's going to happen. You know, it's not about who I am, it's about what I'm going to say in his name, right? It, me obeying him, Right? So that's what I'm doing here, right? I, I can beat myself up. Well, you don't choose anybody here who speak, who speak English, yada, yada, but he doesn't want to, right? He, he's, we were talking about that in um, um, men's group. Somehow he chose the misfits, right? Isn't that, that awesome? Like, I'm, I'm unworthy, yada, yada. Oh, don't bother. That's, you're the one, Gideon, come up here, you know? And... Uh, uh, um, I forgot his name. Oh, my goodness. But anyways, one of those guys that was nobody and then became somebody, you know. So um, I want to begin with, with something that uh, it hit me so hard over the summer. We went over to this uh, event in uh, North of Carolina, you know, and Hannah goes, she told me, like, you're going you're gonna, to uh, uh, like this. It's like, you know, you're going to learn how to evangelize and yada, yada, you know. You know, I like you know, to jump around, as you see, to set things on fire, you know, this is me, like, you know, I'm pedal to the metal, right, so we're going, so we went there, and it's like, okay, you know, let's do this, and yada, yada, and they started speaking, hyped us up, and, and here comes this preacher, right, and then um, we, we, we went to uh, uh, a church near here that he came to preach also, so we knew him, you know, and, and he came in, and was like, you know what, guys, uh, uh, I want to do something here. So he, he took some cards, and those cards, he it was written, he picked some people from the crowd, and in those cards, it was something like this, right? Uh, evangelism, preaching, teaching, and yeah, yeah. And then he picked, put some people in the front and hold, hand those cards, and one of them says prayer, right? And then he goes like, he asks us, which one is more important? You know, all of those and then he began to build them. So I'm just going to uh, uh, read from the scripture. And at that moment, I literally got a knockout punch because I began to sob right there. I couldn't even hold myself. It was like because it hit me so hard. Because in me, it's like, oh, no, all fire, yada, yada. We're going to do this. You know, we're going to, you know, jack it up. Everything is just do it, right? But it can't be done unless we pray, right? So I'm going to read Second Chronicles 7, 13. To 15, right? And uh, it says, When I shut up the heavens so there is no rain, or command locusts to devour the land, or send the plague among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked, wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and then I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. 
Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to their prayers offered, offered in this place. All right? So that I was like, uh-oh. You know, when he says that, I was like, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. Oh my, it, it, it just, it just, I just dropped. Oh, I was sitting down, so I didn't drop. So I'm just, you know. So I just begin to cry and cry and cry because it's so true. We want things to happen. We want things to move. But the most important thing is this. Everything that happened in the history, have big things that happen, it come out of here. Prayer. Jesus went away to pray and came back, something happened. He won't, every time that something big happened in, in Jesus' ministry, he prayed before. Right? And as a matter of fact, I was, um, I was reading about, you know, uh, prayer lives and stuff like that. I was like, some guys pray until they bleed. Some people pray until they actually physically be done. And I was like, like how did I get there? It's like, what does that even look like? Jesus, when he went to the, the garden, he, it says that he, he, he prayed so hard that he sweat blood. And I, I, I read about somebody else that did the same thing. You know, and here am I, like, in my five seconds prayer, and I was just going to run and expect something to happen. You know, and it's like, oh, my goodness. We ought to spend time with prayer. That's the foundation Right, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna ask a question. You know, if answer if you want. How many of us here has? I'm not gonna say that kind of lifestyle of prayer, but but put prayer first before everything. Right? How many of us here that actually understand that before we ask for something, this come, this is a deposit. Right? When you pray, you are depositing in your heavenly bank. Right? You're filling your, your heavenly bank account with something because we, we, our tendency is just to pray when th things happen. And then you got nothing to put, to, I believe Pastor I preached on this. We got nothing to draw uh, that from. Right? You scramble pennies out of your bank account to try to fix the situation. And instead, guys, let's pray before we need it. Brave something to existence, right? And away, throw the seed and wait for the plow to come, right? So that is out of the way, right? Um, another thing, okay, related to prayer, it's Act 12, 1 to 8, to 6. To, no, I deleted, to 5. I believe it's going to be, so... Listen to this, okay, how powerful and how the church got it really quick, how prayers are needed, right? It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intended to persecute them. He had James, the brother of John, put to death by the sword. When he saw that this met, with approval among the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the festival of unleavened, unleavened bread. If, that, if you don't understand, you can read it. <laughs> unleavened bread. After arresting him, he put him in prison, handing him over to, the, to, the, uh, to be guarded by four squads of four soldiers each. Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after the Passover. So Peter was kept in prison. But the church, listen to this, but the church earnestly praying to God for him. You all know what happened after that, right? So you get this. Uh, James was, was in prison. Oh, God's going to deliver him. That's fine. We should not worry about him. Next thing you know, he's dead. And then the church goes, wait a minute. We ought to do something. We ought to do something. Right? And they begin to pray fervently. It doesn't mean they just, oh, Lord, deliver him. No, it means they got together and they pray. And when they pray, heavens 
moved. Then we haven't moved. Peter got delivered. Peter got set free. Right? That's the power of our prayer. That's the, the power of the, 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 the prayer that we pray as a, as, a, as a saints. Right? Have. Right? So that's that. Right? Prayer before everything else. Let's put, a, 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 let's put some, some prayer in our bank, right? So, all right, let's go to the good stuff right now. No, I'm kidding. First, that's why I put it in order, right? So now I'm going to start to speak, start to deal with what God put in my heart, right? First, you pray, right? You pray to those things. You pray to th- things to come to existence. We pray against the evil of this, this, this the age, Right? And I'm going to rough up some feather right now, right? Because I know I came from it. What I'm going to speak right now is going to come out of my life, my experience, what I've been through, and how I got here, right? So, but this first, right? I want to um, say this, right? Who knows what the biggest thing happened in this? What was the biggest thing that happened in the 70s that affected us until this day. Anybody can name it? Like, what was the, like, just terrible that they, they passed and began to affect us? There it is, right? So, in the 70s, right, just like, I was just use what Dan says, right? The silence majority does nothing. Right? So, in the 70s, I pulled this out of Google, so probably more, probably will be more, probably less, right? You know, if you believe in Google. It says 85 to 91% of that population at that moment, that year, were Christians. And how the heck that happened? How they passed a law to kill unborn babies, to kill the innocent, who then stood up. If, not, if almost 100%, like 95% of us, or 84, we're going to use 85% of us, we're Christians. We stand for life. We stand for the rights. We stand for what is good. And how that happened? How they passed that law? Who then stood up and screamed, like, we're not going to accept us. Even if 50% of the country put, put up in a fight, it wouldn't happen. And you know what? Oh, it's just that. Let's just... No, not going to pass that. Nothing else is going to come out of that. We were just going to comply, right? We're just going to let it pass this time. It's not going to move. Guys, God hates sin. If I say that God loves sin, he's not good because sin is not good. Sin causes us to perish, right? God and sin doesn't mix. Light and darkness does not coexist, right? We took a stand that. It's okay. It's not okay. It's not, right? So that is a result of that, right? We don't stand. If you don't stand, if the majority of the voice doesn't, doesn't make a sound, it's better than nothing, right? It's, it's, it's nothing, right? Um, so can you put that picture up then? So I was working, right, and uh, I came across the, uh, this is one of their bedrooms, right? They're really good people. They're in the 80s, I mean, sweet people, right? Christians, right? They love Christ, right? But I did too as a kid, I, so I said so, right? And uh, can you guys see what is going on in that picture? No? So I'm going to tell you what it is. Up there is a crucifixion. Jesus is up there hanging. This guy here thinks it's a Buddha. You got a leprechaun. You got a picture of Christ behind. And he has like tokens and, and four-leaf stuff and all the things that's going on in there. Okay? And that? It's where I came from. You think that, you're, like, you, think that you know, that is a mess. Right? When I, when, I, when I came to the church, that was me. Like, my house was like that. My mom had, I, I, 
I use as a joke, <laughs> Mimi's already laughing. We had a Buddha with a hole in the bottom, and she used to stuff money in there to hide it and to multiply. And my mom prayed every night. My mom read her Bible every night. Right? That's how embedded with, with uh, those things of the world, with um, what's they call uh, uh, idolatry that we were. That is idolatry. We have one God. Right? We serve one God. And that's it. Anything else is idolatry, right? Any other, if, if you pray to any other saint, I'm sorry, that is idolatry, but it doesn't say in the Bible, you know, and pray to this, to this, like a, I grew up in a Catholic church. If you want to get married in Brazil, you're going to pray for San Antonio. He's going to bring you a wife. No, he's dead. He's not going to be my wife. The guy's dead. I'm sorry. Like St. Jude, he's dead. He did what he did in the time that he did, and it was awesome. Now it's up to us who's, who are here. If you're dead, you can do nothing, right? If you're not Christ who got resurrected by the third day, I'm sorry, but you don't, we, don't, we don't worship you, right? So that, it's, it's there. It's how we tolerate those things. We live with that. We, we walk side by side, and some of us, dabble in there. Like, I'm saying that because just like the last time I preached, right, I got out, I came to church, you know, I, I said that I got out from the Egypt, right, and then, but Egypt never left me. I left Egypt, but Egypt never left me, right? It was, was inside of me, right? And then I, and then I, I walk with that. And then you praise like, God, why I cannot feel you? God, why I cannot get close to you? It's because what you have inside of you don't allow you to get close to God because God doesn't tolerate what you carry. In order for you to be close to God, you gotta get, we need to get rid of our junk that we carry around. Right? When you become a Christian, when you get baptized, that's the first step. Right? He wants us to be clean. If he wants to get close to him, we ought to be clean. Right? We ought to separate ourselves from the world. We ought, yes, we can walk among them. Yeah, we, can, we ought to be an example. But we can't partake with what they partake. Right? We, that, that will not happen. Light doesn't mix with, with darkness. Right? It doesn't happen. So we're here, we're crying, we, we don't understand why we don't move, don't understand why things doesn't happen in our lives. It's because God's telling you, give me that and I'll give you this. Get rid of that and I'll give you this. Move that out of the way. Make room for me. Make it room, guys. we got to make it room. We can't approach God with what we have. And I'm going deep in this and I'm going to point some things that I did. And I'm, I, I hope no, none of you do, but if you do, it's not a judgment. It's just what I did, what I'm getting rid of, and I know it's not good, right? So I was talking to, okay, let me read the scripture first, right? So 2 Corinthians 6, 11 to 18, right? And then I'll go, I gotta, and then I'll go back to where, so we have spoke freely to you, Corinthians, and open wide our hearts to you. We are not without our affection, withholding our affection from you, but you are withholding yours from us. As fair, as fair exchange, I speak to my children. That's Paul, right? Open wide, open wide your hearts also. So, do not be yoked together. Do not be yoked together with the unbelievers. That means. You can be with them. Don't mix it up. Right? Don't do what they do. Right? Don't partake what they're doing. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can the light have with the darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Bilal? Can, I think it's B, let me see. Bilal. Something like that. Evil. Or what does a believer, believer have in common with unbelievers? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of the living God, as God has said. I will live, I will live with them, and I will walk among them. And I will be their God, and they will be my people. Therefore... 
Oops, bear with me. Come out of them and be separated, says the Lord. Touch no unclean things, and I, will, I will, and I will receive you. And I will be a father to you, and I will be, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord. Right. So I'm gonna talk. talk I'm gonna touch on a subject here, and uh, it was something that until two years ago we we were in it, like my family were in it, right? And I didn't have the revelation. So I'm, you know, I'm. If you are in it still, I'm just gonna do. We're gonna speak out of what I see, my experience, and the stuff that I that I know. And then last night I was reading more about it, right? So. Halloween, right? I'm saying this because of the young ones, right? I'm saying this because, like I said, I care about them. And I see and, and I begin to understand what is behind. Right? I was talking to Keegan this morning, right? And, and uh, you know, we ought to look for the root of those things, right? They can say and tell you that it's good. They can make it look fun. They can make it look whatever, they, whatever it is. But if it's at the root core, if it's at the root, it's, it's something that is not good. Guess what's going to, it's passing down to the line. The fun, the good, the, the fun, the, 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 the beauty, the, the whatever you can call, but that too, you can't break it apart. Right? Like, he's my son. You can take him out of my house, do whatever you got to do. But if you get a DNA test, guess what's going to be? Me in there. He's my son. You can separate that. Right? You can separate. You can call. You can say, no, but it's, it's for the kids. They, they enjoy that, 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 that. But I'm sorry. But look at the core. Look where the, the origin. Look where it came, came from. Right? If, if that's where it came from, guess what's, gonna, guess what's coming down? The same thing. It's just masquerading and good thing. It's just masquerading and fun. Right? But if it's causing you to partake with something that's not good, it's not good. Right? So, I was, I, I was, so I, last night, I, you know, I said, I, 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 I read before, you know, we, we did our, uh, research, but last night I literally went on the web and, and, and began to read all about it, right? Because I don't want to come here and just tell you guys what I think. I'm going to bring facts. And as a matter of fact, right, just like I said, if you if you par still partaking with that, right, do your own research. Right? I'm not saying this as to condemn anybody. I'm saying this to warn you, to open your eyes, do your own research and, and see what it is. And then Make your own decision. Me, my family, we're not doing it anymore. You know, and, and we, we, you, go, you go ahead and say, like, oh, but how am I going to uh, um, be a lie to those kids? You know, this is our third year. The first year, you know what we did? We were like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? sat inside of our house with the lies? With our lights off because we didn't know. It's like the new ground. It's like I don't want to be mean to them, but I don't want to partake with that either. Right? So we sat in our house with the lights off, and it's like, I hope nobody knocks. And you see all the kids coming, you know, like, oh, like, we don't want to make them feel bad. We don't. But I don't want to partake that either. Right? So they do what they got to do. I'm going to do what I got to do. So we still figure out what, how we're going to reach them. How are we going to do this? Right? Because they're all that they don't know, but I can't partake that no more because now I know what it is. Now I know where that came from. So I got to stand for. I got to stand for the kids. I got to stand for those kids that are here. Right? I got to make my stand. Right? They, I can't force nobody to do it. But when you come, why you don't do it? You want to hear? There it is. Right? I do whatever I, I, I got to do. Right? So, this thing, you know, I wrote here. Right? Daniel. Look at this. Daniel. Shad Meshach. Okay, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? You all know those guys, right? You all know that they got taken. They all know that they went to Babylon. You all know what the culture of Babylon was, right? You all know what they have to deal with. You all know the story, what they did, what they did. 
They part partook with what was pushing among them. No, they stood up. Right? So the culture was pagan. I don't even know what else was there. Like everything else, you know, in paganism and yada yada. You know, they have to worship this and worship that. And they didn't. Now, you want God showed up in your life, like, in a miraculous way? Stand against this culture. Because when they stood up, guess what happened? You know that song that we, we sing? There is another in the fire standing next to me. It's because they stood up. Because I'm not going to do what you're asking me to do. And when they did that, God showed up. Daniel, Daniel did the same thing. Right? He didn't worship the pagan god. He's like, I'm not going to worship you because I know my god. He stood up and they chalked him in a dance line. Dance line. Say right this thing? Lion's den. <laughs> they put him in a lion's den. And guess what happened? God showed up and shut the lion's mouth. Guys, when you stand, you're not going to be alone. If you are the majority, if you make a voice known, God's going to show up for you. So don't take it what the court is pushing on you. Right? It's stand. We ought to stand. And it's more to come. If you don't stand now, guess what's going to happen? They're going to plow us through. It doesn't matter if we were 90% of the country or 50 or, or, or 10. There are only four guys. And they stood up against the whole nation. Four guys. Right? And just think about 75% what we can do if we, if we stand. Right? And I'm going to tell you more stuff that came out of my... my my life, right? I, I was at camp, right? I was reading their t-shirts. Some of them had a, like strange, strange chain things, strange things. That's demonic. I'm going to flat out say that, right? Deal with, with spirit, demons, right? It's not good. So horror movies. I was, it was my favorite thing, horror movies. Uh, vampires. Uh, um, werewolves. Werewolves was my favorite movie. My, yeah, my daughter was, oh, listen to this, right? God, what God gave it to us? Spirit of fear? Did God give us a spirit of fear? No, right? So I was watching that movie with my daughter. I was changing her diaper. No, I was changing her diaper, right? And you know that Benicio Del Toro uh, 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 werewolf movie, if anybody, anybody like that. So that, you know, and one part of that movie, the werewolf just come literally the whole screen like, whoa. She was laying down while I was, was changing her diaper. Man, I never see a toddler run that fast. And the diaper, I didn't even know where it went. <laughs> you know, whatever was in the diaper was going to. And you know what that did? That strike fear inside of her. Because every time the TV went loud, she was running. What kind of good is that? I can, oh, the, the movie is good. No, it's not. You can tell me that it's good, but it's not, right? If, if you strike fear on your child, if you strike fear on you, if, listen, I live, this is going to sound funny, but just think an adult man, like 30 years old, 35, afraid of going in the kitchen to, 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 to grab something when the light is off. That's a problem, right? That's fear, right? It's not good, right? So I'm saying this because I walk away from all that, right? Vampires, witchcraft movie, you know, I'm going to say Harry Potter, Take, take a look at it, right? See what witchcraft root come from, right? See what they, they, they're talking about, and then make your judgment. I watch all of them, right? I actually had all those movies. I, I took it, I broke it, and I chalk it, and I, I don't do that, right? So my family and I, we're not doing witchcraft no more, right? So, <laughs> amen, right? But, guys, I'm saying this. I don't want to, you know, I hope... You see where I'm coming from. I don't want to judge anybody if you're still doing that, if you're still part of your, your life, right? I just want to open your eyes and let you know what is good or is not, right? And then here's another thing, right? If you're in it, doing that, stop and make a room for God and let's see what he's going to do, right? Because those things take place of God, right? Fear, right? Anger, right? All those things that come through, I mean, man... I can't, I'm not going there, but if you understand what, 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 because if, if, if you didn't have any, any connection to your TV, to what you watch, you think they would do it? They, they wouldn't, right? You think that was stupid enough, I'm just going to put a show and I can't get through them? No. I was watching, um, 
a clip a couple days ago, right? You know Pokemon, right? In 1997, I think that's when it came out. So a very lefty TV anchor guy was saying this. In 1997, they were playing uh, a movie from, of Pokemon in, in, uh, in Japan, I believe. 200 kids or something like that, they panicked and went to the hospital over one scene. And you tell me they don't know what they're doing. You know, you hear that, I, like Ouija board recently, and I think it was in Colombia, the whole class panicked and went to the hospital. And you don't think all those innocent things, you don't think they don't know what they're doing? They do know what they're doing. So parents, look, internet, YouTube, right? Watch, because they know what they're doing. The only ones that don't know or, or simulate know and, and maybe not know it's us because they know what they're doing. They know exactly what they want, right? They know exactly what they want. And, and it starts with the innocent right there. That's what they're after. Because if it starts like that at the age that they're right now, when they grow up, what think that's going to be? They're going to have full control. That's what they want. They feed you. They show you. They get your kid in bed, and, and we don't even know it. And all of a sudden, they're out of the house. They become something else that you don't know where that came from. But it's little by little, very subtle. Subtle, right? Did I get that good? Very subtle. Right? And we just don't know what that came from. We do know we just didn't put attention. If you, if you leave, leave the door, crack it open, guess what happened? Right? He doesn't go like, excuse me, like you have a crack open and I might get in. No, he's going to come and bow. Like, you know, just boot the door, crack it right open and just like, come full force and you don't even know what happened. Because you know, all you have is just a, a crack. He doesn't respect that. Right? He doesn't respect. He doesn't care about it. Right? So I'm hoping I'm not offending anybody. Right? But, and, and, and bring some facts, some things that I learned, some things that I took out of my life. And I'm going to tell you, you make a room and God will show up. Right? You take those things out of your life. You begin to, instead of watching horror movies, instead of those shows, and they look good, guys. They make look so good. Right? But the, 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 the message that is in that is pure evil. It strikes fear in our hearts. And, and man, if, it, if God's telling you the spirit of fear doesn't come from God, God doesn't, doesn't give us spirit of fear, then cut it out because it's not good. Right? Then stop watching. Change the subject. There are plenty right now, man. The, the, the Christian's movie that's coming out right now, it is unbelievable. I'm, we're watching all of it, and then they're so good. You can, before you could complain, ah, but they don't have good, no, they do. Now, man, they're making it up. They're, if you think they don't have anything to watch, I, I can give you a list that you're going to be busy for a month to, to supply those things that you think, you know, it's good. Take that out of the way. You're going to see your attitude. Take that out of your life. You're going to see your attitude change. You know, you, you, your anger is going to demolish or, or, or completely go away. You know, it, like depression is going to make a room, guys. Take those things out of your life and make a room so God can operate in your life. Stop serving those things. Say no. Stand. Right? So, whew, let me see. I'm almost done. What time is it? Got time. So, one more. I got two more scriptures, right? Just to back it up, what I'm saying, right? Second Corinthians. Oh, that one I should. Yeah, I, should I didn't. I should have said, but I didn't. But it was related to the last one. But it's also Second Corinthians seven one, right? Because he was talking about the promise that he had for us. So I, I guess I got excited. It says, therefore, since we have those promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates the body and spirit. Right? Sometimes you don't put attention on that. You just think it's our body. No. What, what, where, where is the fight? Where is our fight? Our fight is against flesh and blood? No, it's not. Right? So, 
Perfecting holiness out of reverence for God, guys. That's important, right? It's for God, right? Paul did, I was about to try to do the fear of God. I was like, but that's for a teacher, not for me. You know, I got to stand where, but that is beautiful when you understand Right? You don't do things because God's going to kill you. You do things because you love God, because you don't want to hurt him, because you want to get close to him. Not because I'm afraid. I lived 25 years of my life afraid of God because of the lifestyle that I was living in, because I know it wasn't good. So I was like, I can't get close to God because he's going to punish me because he knows who I am. I'm filthy. I, I do this. I do that. So I live my 25 of my more right? because I became a Christian when I was by my first 25 years of life, I'm saying this because I was in Brazil, and I didn't, I mean, just live there. But, yeah, so, out of reverence for God, and, and Romans 13, 11 to 14. Right, up there? Yeah. So, and do this, understanding the present, the present, do this, understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to take up, to, to, the hour have come for you to take, to wake up from your slumber. Because your salvation is near now, is, is near now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently, as in the daytime, not in carousing, did I say that right? And drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in the dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ, and do not think about how to gratify the desire of the flesh. Right? That's a mouthful right there. Right? How we ought to live our lives. And guys, one thing that I'm going to, like, I'm talking about myself, right? If you are not in a place today that, you know, clean. So let me, let me go back, right? In the beginning of the week, I was like, I'm going to fast. You know, I got to prepare to deliver the word because I don't want, you know, I want to be clean. I want to be right with God. Yada, yada. You know what? He doesn't need me to be prepared to be, you know, I don't need to be prepared for that today. It's my daily walk that's going to speak volume. Because if I only do what I do today to come here to make myself look good and to, to present a, a, a message to you and, and not have done anything this week and fast, and then I walk away from here and, okay, my time is done. I did what I got to do. I delivered the message. Let me go back. No. Right? It's a, it's a daily walk, right? If you, if, uh, like today, if I don't, you know, I have, if I have iniquities, they need to be walk out of me. I will ask God, God, what it is, what else is here, what else I need to, to um, let it out, what else I need to take, what, what, what room in me needs to be clean, right? It doesn't say, come to me when you're clean. It says, come to me. My sons and daughters, and now I accept you the way you are. Right? Come to me. Confess to me your faults. Confess to me your sins. Repent from your sins and come to me. Right? It's not like you're filthy. Not like you no. Know, come, come to me when you're completely clean. I I know. I don't remember reading that. Right? And then I was like, I got like, you know what, man. That's how I, I, I choose to live my life like that. If I, you know, I'm not, I'm not perfect, right? But at the moment that I sin, God says, oh, repent from that. And it's like, Lord, I'm sorry. Like, and then you turn away, right? It's grace, right? It's grace. God give us grace. Nobody's perfect, right? And we will be one day, but we're not, Yeah. But we are walking through, towards the perfection, right? So he won't judge us f- for what we have done, right? Well, actually, so he wants you the way you are. Come to him 
and let he do the job. Let he cleanse you. Let he accept you. Let he, uh, let you, he wants you to feel his love for him above it all, right? Because he, number one, he won't reject you, right? You come the way you are, right? And let him love those things out of you. That is not a thing that God can cover. That is not a thing that can be for, that, that he would say, don't come to me because you're too filthy. That is not, right? We all accepted, right? We all loved, right? And man, he gave his son for us. If that doesn't say the amount of love that he has for us, I don't know what else, right? So to, to, to finish it up, right, I, I was planning on talking about Esther, Right, one minute. Uh, I was planning to talk about Esther. Esther, right? Esther? Right? I, I was re I mean, okay, the good thing about when God asks you to do something, right, you got to go to work. And then you be, as you begin to work on your thing that God asks you, I mean, man, everywhere I went, I was seeing things related to this. Right? I was reading the book of Esther, right? What's the name of uh, um, Xerxes' um, queen? What's that her name? Vashti? Vashti, right? So, remember I said in the beginning that God, God doesn't tolerate sin, right? God doesn't walk side by side with sin. The reason why, why? Because it hurts us, right? He loves us, right? And God is good. You know, so sin and God doesn't mix and match, right? So uh, in that line, right, I was talking to Dan. Listen to this, right? Today, if you go against the culture of the world, what they do to you, they don't tolerate. Toleration, zero, if you don't know, if you know what I'm talking about. Zero. You speak against what they're doing, you're going to put the jail, you're going to be canceled, they're going to do whatever they want, whatever they can, to shut you out. Because they know if they make room, you're going to come with more. Right? They know that. If, you're, if they tolerate what you're speaking to them, you're going to come with more. So they shut you down. Right? We have, we have an example. This pandemic, we have plenty of examples of those things. Right? So I was like, Reading, 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 right? And then when, what's her name again? So Vashti, right? When, you guys know, you're familiar with the, the, the Esther? If you're not, go read. It's a very short book. So I'm just going to summarize. So when she didn't, uh, she didn't want to come the, to, the, to the king to serve him, yada, yada, right? So he went to this counselor. He's like, what should I do? Yada. So they recognize, guys. Listen to this. They're, you know, it's not... God lineage, they recognize the problem. He said, if you allow that to slip, it's going to cause something. And they were like, well, like, all the women is going to come against their men, and yada, yada, and it's going to, and he goes like, you know, no, yeah, make a law. Boom. He didn't tolerate. He's like, if you tolerate that to come into your life, it's going to ruin for everybody. So if the evil king knows to not tolerate Sin, I'm going to call sin, but it's not sin. But do not tolerate attitude because it's, gonna, it's going to ruin their life, their kingdom. If the evil knows, guys, what should we do, right? We tolerate, guys. We tolerate too long. We tolerate all those things. We, we choose, we, we think that by being, being, being a Christian is not tolerating sin. Being a Christian, guys, is standing when you need to stand, right? It's act when you need to act. Right? It's not allowed the culture comes to us right? and invade. And, and man, we, we, we walk side by side with, with, with sin. We walk side by side with the evil and we don't take action. We, if you tolerate, it's going to come. Right? If a king, if a, if a secular king understood that I can't now, I cannot allow that to come. I ought to stop, make a law and, and, and drop right there so nobody can do that. That's it. Right? And the culture knows that. The evil knows that. Do not tolerate those guys. If you give them an inch, they're going to come. So block them right there. 
But we're not. We are, we're the nice ones. We let them walk all over, and that's what we, that's what we, what we, we are right now. Right? We have the numbers. We have the power. We have the authority in what is happening. Why? It's not happening. We have everything. God gave us everything. Everything to overcome. Everything to thrive. Everything to put the devil in whatever they can, you can name. I'm going to call the devil in his place. And why, why it's not happening? Right? And all because Jesus is coming back, everything is going to go south. Uh, he's coming back for a perfect bride, for spotless, beautiful, thriving, not missing a limp and an eye. So if we're here to take a beating, uh, you know, if, 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 if I ought to say this, right? He's been, he didn't came back yet because he's waiting for us to rise. He's waiting for the church to stand up. No, stand up and let's see what's going to happen. He stand up for the culture and let's see what's going to happen, Right? Don't partake with the evil, right? Don't partake with the, the, the culture. Stand up, deny, block, do whatever you take. Don't let it come to your house. Don't let it come to your life, right? That's what we ought to do. And I'm sorry for screaming, but that's how I, 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 I got so intense. But now if you all want to stand and, and uh, um, I'm not going to say that word. I'm going to say the worshipers, come please. Uh, now, Ray, the altar call is going to be this. I'm also, I was reading the book of like, it's Esther again. I want to talk about the book of Esther again. And um, do you all, you know, if you're not familiar with the story, the, but, but here it goes, Ray. You all know Haman wants to, and that's not that interesting fact that I as I was reading, I was going to tell you, look Haman lineage, where he came from. And you're going to get another hint why we should not tolerate evil. Right? I didn't, so those, those are the things that we, when you begin to read, I didn't even do a, 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 a deep study. I was just listening, and, and, and I captured that. Right? What you, when you don't deal with evil, he's going to catch you. Oh, he's going to continue to trace you down until he gets you. Right? So, Esther, right, she found out what Haman wants to do, right, and she went, so her, um, her uncle told her what, what was about to take place, yada, 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 right? She was a queen, right? She, she was a queen. So when she entered the courts of, of, of uh, his, um, his room, whatever that, that is, Right, she knew the risk. You all know the risk that she, she she put herself into because she could be killed, right? But you know what? It's mine as well. Like, if I, if I don't do it, just like his uncle said, like, if you don't stand now, God will deliver us. You might think you're saved, but you're not, right? So she goes, okay. She went there. You know what? But here's the thing, okay? When we are sons and daughters of the Almighty, right? Are we? So we are allowed in his presence, right? So one thing that he got me really good in that story is when she approached the king, right? He goes, whatever you want, my queen, I give you half of my kingdom. Right there, she goes, like, kill that man and it will be done, right? Whatever you want. Like, I just want you to kill him because he's the one who's, who's doing all that, right? No, you know what she did? No, my king, I want to make a banquet for you and you can invite him too. Right? She not only did that once, she did twice. And he always said, whatever you want, will be granted to you. Right? No, first of all, she spent time with the king. She went there to worship him. She was there to serve him. Because she knows, because, because when we are his presence, guys, he knows what we need. He asks us, like, what do you need, my son? What do you need, my daughter? But he wants us to confess to him. Right? He wants us to confess, so he keeps saying to her, what do you want, my queen? What do you want, my queen? Because he wants to hear from her. He wants to hear from, he wants to hear from you. What do you want, my son? What do you want, my, my daughter? Because he wants you to confess to him, so you petition will be granted. Right? We all know what she went through. We all know, but she chose to worship the king. Right? She chose to serve him first. And besides of that, 
if if this scripture that I prepared the table before the enemy fits in any place else, it's there. Because she was right before the guy who wants to sit this way, completely annihilated her her, uh, 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 her people. And she prepared the table before the enemy. Right? And she ate that. And then, man, when she, she... So she got the heart of the father. She got the heart of the, the king. Right? She, and then when she told him what she needed, it was immediate. Right? The response was immediate. He came with the power. He came, you know, and my queen, I can't believe this, and, and, and it was granted. Right? So today, I invite you to the altar. Right? To do the same. Right? Come to the king. Come to Almighty. Bring what you got. Right? Confess. Right? If you have anything that is holding you back from get close to him, deliver that to him. Give that to him. And then he will replace with something good in your life. He will fill that void that you have. Right? Give it whatever you got, whatever is holding you back from being near to him, from getting near to him. And he will fill that void to you. Right, he will heal the wound. He will cover you. If 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 it is love that you need, just come and ask him to love you. If you have something in your heart that you think you know it's so evil, come and speak to him about it. Let and hear what he's saying about that. And hear what he wants to do. Allow him to remove. And man, it can be anything anything and I know that we, we I was and some I still walk out of some stuff bound not knowing what to do thinking it was my identity thinking I would be able to thinking I was born that way I was I would I would die that way and that was a lie right if you were made in his image and you think we what we have we're gonna die with it uh-uh he can change that in an instant. Right? All it takes for us to surrender that very thing to him. So the altars are open. And you can come. We will pray with you if you want. If you need healing in your body, we we'll also will love to see you healed too. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new messages are released. And remember to visit gatewaylive.org for more information.